Imagine being able to take a friend or a loved one on any Southwest flight for free. Does that sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. I've been doing it for years now with the Southwest Companion Pass, and today I'm spilling all the details. This is your money on easy mode with Damien from the PSA. My name is Damien, and I spread financial knowledge that puts your money on easy mode. I'm that weird friend of yours who obsesses over credit card sign-up bonuses, high-yield savings account interest rates, and index fund expense ratios. In today's episode, one of the earliest proponents of the FIRE movement turns her back on it. I'll show you how to earn the most valuable perk in credit card rewards travel, the Southwest Companion Pass, and we'll see how our brains trick us into valuing some things more than we actually should. And now for some headlines. Some of my earliest videos are about the FIRE movement, the folks who plan to reach financial independence and retire early. This is a hardcore lifestyle that often involves saving and investing over half of your income for 10 to 15 years, then quitting work forever. Today's headline is an update from one of the original thinkers in the fire space. Gwen Mers thought she had it all figured out, retire at 35 with over $600,000 saved. But this former fire fanatic soon realized that money isn't everything. She was hustling hard in her 20s, saving 70% of her $80,000 a year salary and maxing out all of her retirement accounts. But her social life was non-existent. And her path to fire included being a landlord, something that she later admits didn't align with her personality. Eventually, Gwen saw her friends living it up while she penny-pinched. She decided to chill on the savings and live a little. It turns out balance is better. Now she follows a path called Coast Fire, where she front-loads her savings and then coasts on her way to retirement. Today, Gwen has 400000 now and expects $1.8 million by the age of 55. She's realized that her spreadsheets won't keep her warm at night, but finding the right life partner will. I find a lot in common with Gwen's story. My personal journey has followed what many call coast fire. I've saved up enough in my retirement accounts that once I hit the standard retirement age, I'll have enough to enjoy the rest of my life. I worked hard for over a decade, and put a lot of money in my retirement accounts, and that's now allowed me to downshift my working life so that I can spend less time at work and more time focusing on my family and other pursuits. Let's get to the main story. All right, let's get to my favorite travel rewards perk. Now that we've spent the time in episodes one, two, and five, learning how to be responsible with credit cards, it's time for me to show you how to extract the maximum value out of them. And the Southwest Companion Pass is one of the most valuable airline perks available today. Here's what it does. It allows you to bring a designated companion along on any Southwest flight for free. You just have to pay for the taxes and fees. The Companion Pass essentially gives you a buy one, get one free deal on all Southwest flights for the rest of the year you earn it in and the calendar year follow. If you purchase a ticket for yourself or you redeem Southwest points for a flight, then your companion can join you without having to pay the base fare. And it has a super long life. 
Like I mentioned, the companion pass is valid for the rest of the year that you earn it, plus the entire next calendar year. That means if you earn it in, say, January, you could get nearly two years of buy one, get one free Southwest flights. This is an incredible value, especially for those who travel often with a spouse, a friend, or a family member. So let's talk about how you get the companion pass. There are primarily two ways of earning the Southwest companion pass. Method number one is to fly 100 one-way flights within a calendar year. Sounds crazy, right? Method number two is to earn 135,000 qualifying rapid rewards points within a calendar year. Flying 100 one-way flights is nearly impossible, so that path is out the window. Now, earning 135,000 points is much more achievable. The easiest way to achieve the 135,000 points is with strategic credit card signups and their bonus earnings. Reaching this target can become a reality. In fact, I've earned the Companion Pass three times now for a total of nearly six years of buy one, get one flights. Let's get more specific. The easiest way for most people to earn the 135,000 points is through Southwest credit card signup bonuses. Southwest offers both personal and business cards. Southwest doesn't allow cardholders to have more than one personal card at a time, but you can have one personal card and one business card. When you sign up for a Southwest credit card, you will usually get a three month window when you need to meet a minimum spending requirement. And if you meet that minimum spend within the three months, you'll be awarded a huge chunk of points. Right now, the Southwest business cards are offering 80,000 points after you spend $5,000 in the first three months. And the personal cards usually have between 60 to 80,000 points for each signup offer. So the easiest way to earn the 135,000 points for the companion pass with signup bonuses is by signing up for one Southwest personal card and one business card. Then make sure both cards are linked to the same rapid rewards account to accrue the points across both credit cards into the same account. Are you wondering if you qualify for a business credit card? You might be eligible, even if you don't have an LLC or a legal business name. Freelancers and individuals with side hustles can apply for business credit cards using their personal name in place of the business name and their SSN for the employer identification number. If you make any sort of money on the side, you probably qualify for a business card. Now let's talk about the timing involved in your credit card signups. Timing plays a crucial role for earning the companion pass. Those 135,000 points all need to be awarded within the same calendar year. Ideally, you should aim to have your points credited early in the year to maximize the application. So here's a suggested timeline. Step one, apply for the Southwest credit cards during November and December. Ensure both cards are linked to your Rapid Rewards account. Begin spending on the cards and complete the minimum spend requirements in January, allowing both signup bonuses to be credited in the new year. Be very careful if you're spending in November and December to not hit that minimum spending target. Save some money to spend in January so that you receive that award at the beginning of the year 
not the end of the previous year. Then in January or February, after you hit the minimum spending requirements, your bonus points will be awarded along with a shiny new companion pass. Timing these is super important. I made the mistake one year of hitting the bonus on one of my cards in December and the other one in January. All of those points in December went away at the end of the year and didn't qualify for earning toward the companion pass. So let's talk about how to use the Companion Pass once you've earned it. Once it's awarded, log into your Southwest Rapid Rewards account and designate a Companion. Your Companion can be changed up to three times while your Companion Pass is valid. So you're not locked into the same Companion for the full two years. If your travel plans change, or you have another friend or family member that you want to bring along, you can switch your Companion seamlessly. One thing to remember is that any booked travel with a companion must be completed before changing the companion. In order to designate a companion, first you book your ticket. Once you've booked your ticket, log into your Southwest Rapid Rewards account, locate your flight, and click the link to add a companion. You'll have to pay the taxes and the fees on the ticket, but the base fare will be free. And it's that simple. The Southwest Companion Pass is ideal for people who travel in pairs and take mostly domestic flights. However, they do have a few international destinations. Our family has saved thousands of dollars over the years flying to places as normal and domestic as Phoenix, Arizona, and places as exotic as Kauai and Costa Rica. Let's check in on the PSA around the web. Today, I'm sharing a way that our brains trick us into valuing some things more than we should. Let's watch. Okay, run this thought experiment with me. You're walking down the street. You see a Taylor Swift concert ticket on the sidewalk. You pick it up. You're overjoyed because you really want to go. Then a stranger offers you money for the ticket. What is the least amount of money you'd be willing to take for that ticket? Now, step two of the thought experiment. Let's say you are the stranger. Someone else is going to sell you a Taylor Swift concert ticket. How much are you willing to spend for that ticket? Now here's the weird part of this thought experiment. Most people say that they would be willing to sell it for twice as much as they'd be willing to buy it for. This is known as the endowment effect, meaning we place more value on the things that we own than on the things that we don't. We overvalue possessions that we own relative to the value that we place on those same possessions if they're owned by someone else. One way that marketers use this effect to their advantage is with trial periods. They get us to make a large purchase, for example, a mattress, put it in our house, and they give us a 90-day window to return it in. Most people, by the time they've got it in their house and they've been sleeping on it, they own it, they placed more value on it than a mattress they haven't bought yet, so they stick with it even if they don't like the mattress that much because they own it. So when you're making purchases, keep the endowment effect in mind. Something that you own is not gonna have the same amount of value to a stranger. Is there something in your life that you should get rid of but can't due to the fact that you place a value on it that no one else would? If so, reevaluate your relationship with that thing to see if some changes are in order. If you'd like to follow me on social media, my handle is the PSA Damien 
on all platforms. Thanks for tuning in to episode seven of Your Money on Easy Mode. Your homework is to decide if credit card travel rewards make sense for you, and if so, take action. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and rate it on whatever app you're using to listen and tell a friend about it. See ya. Thanks for listening to Your Money on Easy Mode. If you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and share it with a friend.